This episode is brought to you by Auth0. That's Auth0.com. In this episode, we have Azure Solutions Architect, Cloudinary Media Developer Expert, Auth0 Ambassador, and Founding Member of JavaScript and Friends, Baskotter Rao. We get to chat about... Finally, Into the Lion's Mouth, and all about JavaScript and Friends. Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. And I'm Frederick Philip Von Weiss. And thank you so much for consuming the Thunder Nerds, a conversation with the people behind the technology that love what they do and do tech good. Good. Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us. Super appreciate it. We have a great show for you today. Um, Please go and live chat with us ask your questions and we will answer them in the order that they arrive. Um, Hey, Luther, if you're still watching, I love you, buddy. That's my son, he might be watching the show. But anyway, Brian, take us off. Yeah, I'd like to thank this season's sponsor, uh, Auth0. Uh, Do you know what's hard to set up securely? Unified logins for apps, that's what's hard. Uh, But it can be easy with this season's sponsor. Uh, Just They make it easy for developers to build a custom, secure, and standards-based unified login by providing authentication and authorization as a service. You can try it out yourself. Go to auth0.com. Also, make sure to check out their YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash auth0 for some great developer resources. And their Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash auth0. There's some great live streams. And last, Auth0 runs uh, Avocado Labs, an online destination for meetup events organized by their developer advocates. And you can find that at avocadolabs.dev. Thank you, Auth0. Yeah, really appreciate it, Auth0. Thank you. And with that being said, why don't we go ahead and get to our amazing guest. This is a great show. We have Azure Solutions Architect, Cloudinary Media Developer Expert, founding member of JavaScript and Friends, and Off Zero ambassador, Basker Rat. Welcome to the show, Basker. Hey, thank you for having me, uh, Frederick. And thank you for having me in uh, Thunder Nerds today. <laughs> yeah, we're super excited to have you, Basker. Yeah, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah. So, man, let's, why don't we talk about some of the the big things that we got going on right now just in oh, God. In, in, in the world like these these fires are nuts and we're talking about the fires on the uh the west coast of the united states i mean we got with covid going on with with everything else with this president which is a disaster in my personal opinion and then we got september 11th going on like what, what what's everybody's feelings about these crazy fires so first of all i would like to say like 2020 is going crazy right so (laughs) right right from the start we started new year with forest fires in australia and uh, then boom jan feb we came with covid and till we are in covid situation and now we are having forest fires in uh, california so to tell short it's a crazy year 
and uh, still somehow we all are surviving through this virtual mode by connecting with people and friends and all uh, virtually. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't even leave what I you know I honestly I forgot about the fire in uh in Australia until you just mentioned it and it's god it's everything has just been this like stack on stack of just disasters uh I mean and we definitely you know we were we're keeping uh keeping hope for everybody out there on on the west coast really we're thinking about you and hope hope things work out and hope everybody's safe yeah I, I can't imagine like waking up and going outdoors and the sky is just this bright orange red that, yeah, it must have been, it must be so uh, frightening. Playing, yeah. You know. I was just following through the Twitter feeds, which all the friends are sharing uh, online. And uh, it's like, there was one tweet uh, from a famous uh, person asking like, what are you seeing right now outside? put the photo of it and it's like continuously like um number of orange photos being posted yeah and it's it's kind of like uh i'm just hoping that all friends are safe over there and everyone is safe there yeah we're we're all we're, we're thinking of everybody over there this is uh this is a nightmare scenario and you know just in many ways like we keep saying that's 2020 is just a stack of uh, just horribleness, but you know, also we, we do have some, some change coming too, which is a, a positive, which hopefully fingers crossed and that works out as well. So why don't we talk about, um, talk about your personal experience. Uh, another one of the uh, so-called elephants in the room here that we should talk about, if that's even the right expression to employ is the, uh, the COVID situation, obviously we're in September now, which just sounds crazy bananas, but, what is uh, your hmm. personal situation? Are you doing all right? You're in uh, Columbus, Ohio, from my understanding. How? What, what's it like there? What's it like for your friends and family? Yeah. So uh, if you remember, we came in Thunder Nerds last time, like Friends in Amigos, which was around March. And uh, that hmm. was like uh, the starting period of COVID, uh, if I can say, even though it started in January. But uh, the entire craziness got shooted in March. Uh, during March, I was thinking, I was not expecting that I will be in the same situation till now, but uh, for some reason, um, I don't know that we are still almost in a similar situation and uh, everything is going remote now. So remote is the uh, being virtual uh, is the same during March and it is the same now as well. So not pretty much change from my end, but I'm lucky enough that uh, my clients support me by allowing me to work remote. So that's a, a thing which I have got. And uh, somehow we are all surviving in this uh, situation as of now. Yeah, you, you also do a lot of speaking. I imagine you did a, a lot of traveling uh, when, when you were speaking. And obviously that's that's kind of not not a thing at the moment and then you know with with javascript and friends which we'll, we'll get into a little later on you probably had people coming in and now you don't and everything's all virtual so that's that's a that's another layer of 2020 so what's it what's what's it like for you with you know being even with your job you probably did a lot of with all zero you did a lot of traveling so what what's that kind of like for you now what's the situation how are you coping with just 
being being home yeah so with odd zero ambassador programs uh, we were able to uh, go and participate and talk in nearby meetups or uh, meetups in nearby cities uh, so 2019 uh, it was like between 2018 and 2019 i was like crazy traveling i used to go to all the code camps uh, i used to go to the conference regional conferences and uh, speak uh, over there uh, but gradually now uh, it's all like uh, everything is remote and right now uh, if you if you take i have my initial six months of a year uh, dedicated to my organizer slot and the next six months uh, is dedicated to my speaker slot so mm. during during uh, during uh, march to august i keep myself busy with organizing activities for javascript and friends conference and uh, so that time i usually have keep less travel and uh, it's beyond august that i try to go and uh, speak at uh, nearby uh, meetups or nearby conference so uh, in a fact i am not too much of a traveling guy uh, but uh, yeah yeah but to tell that uh, this is uh, everything right now everything is virtual and uh, honestly i did only one virtual talk uh, between uh, the covid situation till now um, because i was completely busy with the uh, organizing and uh, taking care of other activities uh, behind the scenes till now and now now it's time for uh, changing gears and uh, going into the speaking side of uh, uh, world what are you uh, doing um, i'm always curious what people are doing to kind of deal with the situation like um, do you have a routine that you follow um, and being at home all the time and not ever getting out, really, most of us are that way. Like, mm. what what's some uh, some tricks that you do? So, um, when you come to tricks, uh, I'm not uh, too much <laughs> of a routinely organized person, <laughs> right? Uh, as we all. So, right now in this COVID situation, it's all about going as per the flow. So, if I feel that okay, right now the primary thing is be at home try to try to work and whenever you have time try to do the community related aspects uh, by contributing for mm-hmm. to developer community and a routine as such i try to maintain my own uh, list of to do's uh, which i try to meet sometimes but sometimes i will not meet my to do's as well so it's it's a kind of evolving stage right now and uh, so tips and tricks try to write down what you want to do and uh, <laughs> most probably try to meet what you have written so that's what uh, i have found out uh, during this uh, uh, entire uh, covid situation do you have an are you having a hard time uh, stopping working i find that sometimes i am like it seems like since i'm home my office is always here even though i have like a room that's the office like, yeah stepping away from it has been hard so so at least from the time wise for work uh, i generally try to complete my work day by 6 pm est uh, so mm-hmm. after 6 pm est it's all like no office work and uh, i try to come out of that but i might be in the same room because beyond 6 it's <laughs> it's going to be the uh, uh, developer community related activities me going to social media checking out the tweets or responding to friends so you need in to have way, like 
you yeah. have like blinds that change behind you like yeah <laughs> to communicate like what yeah. what the thing is <laughs> no, a lot of people employ the uh the time blocking you know like putting yeah putting blocks of time literally in your google calendar whatever you use but like you know right. putting some blocks like that i've i personally i've found that very successful if you ask me to be able to manage my time because just like you said brian i have a hard time turning off like when when i when i'm doing stuff it's like uh, you know i'll I don't, I don't turn off at 5 30 and a lot of times i have uh my my work demands me to just jump on whenever i just you know nine o'clock at night if if i got something that comes in you know I, I need to take care of it but also a lot of times i i have a hard time letting go because i'm like oh just five more minutes i need to get this one thing done and then i just you know yeah. how that ends up it's it's right. it's it's difficult but um i from from what I'm getting from you, Baskar, it, it it sounds more like you know, uh, one of the things I heard from Jason Ogle a while ago was like you, you know, sometimes you got to be okay with just the way things are, and uh, you know, if if your schedule organically brings you one way, you go that way, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. You just gotta just gotta roll with it, right. for lack of a better term, I guess. Right. You know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is uh, something that are last guest sam juline brought up and it's a really interesting tweet and i want to ask you about this in uh, maybe two or three ways but let me read the tweet um i'll try verbatim verbatim uh see i couldn't get that right um <laughs> so he says you are a true unsung hero he is always looking out for opportunities for others runs several different meetups and is just always really supportive I'm looking forward to watching this to get to know him better. So that's uh, that's Sam Juline. We'll we'll link to that tweet. But why don't we why don't we first ask the question and then I, I got a follow up. How how do people get to know get to know you better? What what are some of the things you would like to tell people to help them get to know you more? Yeah. So uh, in a in a way, like Sam uh, is really very kind and. Uh, we we obviously like chat with each other uh whenever uh, <laughs> uh we are through the on zero ambassador program right so and in a in a way like uh we both we are keep constantly interacting with each other and uh, whenever it is possible i try to if i see someone who is saying that i'm out of some work and uh, I'm looking for a new work. So I try to use my contacts in making sure that some way or other uh, they get uh, help through the uh, contacts as well. So that's one of the reason maybe hmm. Sam might have told he is always looking out for opportunities for others. So that's that's one thing. Whenever I see a tweet or something, and especially during this time, right? during this COVID situation, if someone is out of work or someone is looking for a new work, uh, it won't uh, uh, hinder us in sharing up about their work, that someone is out there looking out. And uh, if you are in, if you are having something open, feel free to reach out to them. So the more we provide that sort of signal boost during this time, uh, that is going to help uh, people uh, in a vast way so that's that is one thing uh, which i try to do whenever i am on social media platforms and uh, 
and i try to experiment many things through javascript and friends uh, some things will work out some things will not work out and uh, it's all about uh, learning from your failures so uh, that way i keep constantly interacting with uh, new people and uh, get to know about them so that's how uh, i keep uh, reaching out to all people or all speakers so if you see like uh, someone would be tweeting that okay i'm looking out for an opportunity to uh, speak or i am looking for speakers to my meetup or uh, i am looking for uh, speakers to my conference so anything which comes in our way i try to uh, share it to uh, my uh, uh, contacts uh, even though i might not be having a vast set of followers on social media or something uh, it's such a way that uh, when i share something and if someone who is uh, also following me and if they have a vast network they are obviously going to see it and signal boost it so that's uh, that's the thing i uh, try to follow whenever i'm on social media platforms i love that um i just want to read uh read some comments and then uh, I want to get back to what you just said there because I think you, you said something here that I want to touch on, but uh, it just, just going back to Patrick. Yeah. It does look like Mars. It looks, it looks crazy out there. Yeah. Um, Todd, Todd wrote, um, is there's, there's a time to turn off uh question mark. So um, <laughs> Todd, did, yes. Did, yes, there yeah. is Todd. <laughs> is there a time to turn off? Like, is there, do you think basketball is, is there a time like that? We can he actually said, say, he said 6 PM. Well, I know he said 6 PM, <laughs> but that's, that that's his thing, and then he doesn't turn off though. Basketer Bas said that that that's when he's like jumping on social media, and, and then it's JavaScript and friends time. But is there like a time to like close the computer? Maybe put down the phone. Like, is there literally a time of night? Maybe let me ask. Let me rephrase that for you personally. <laughs> yes. When when do you let go? Meaning look, like you, you don't check your email after like what? Yeah, there there, there are uh, there are times when. So uh, after 6 p.m., it's not that every day after 6 p.m. I will be constantly doing uh, JavaScript and friends. Uh, because if I keep doing that, uh, <laughs> I, I know out of this door, my wife who is waiting for me, uh, they might be like, uh, get uh, 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 crazy. Like, I'm here because it's a COVID situation. And right now, we both are here. So we have to obviously... Uh, plan our time in such a way that I'm available over there as well. So after 6 p.m., I generally take, uh, try to take uh, uh, a two to three hour break. And uh, it's around nine to nine to 10. Uh, I might uh, log in some days uh, or uh, the other days, if there is something more important which I have to address, maybe like tomorrow I have a speaker going to speak. So that's how the previous day I tried to be uh, make myself available schedule stuff and uh, make things are uh, ready for the meetup so yeah there is there is definitely time to turn off uh, so you might uh, see me sometimes uh, using my phone uh, in the night uh, because uh, some of my california friends uh, they try to tweet around uh, our 12 o'clock which is their 9 <laughs> right. pm so usually I, I try to i try to be during that time so that way uh, i could say that 12 is my uh, complete end time, but it's it's not that I'm completely on till 12. Uh, it's like on and off. 
Speaking of uh, California and our friends over there, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, JavaScript and friends. What was the uh, uh, kind of origin of that? What? Yeah, so the origin... <laughs> I, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so the origin is like... Uh, so when initially I started with uh, a meetup group called Vue.js Columbus. So when I started oh, okay. uh, the meetup, meetup group, uh, I had an idea that I should uh, start a conference over here in Columbus, Ohio location. Hmm. So, so everything got started with Vue.js meetup. And uh, by the time uh, uh, around uh, uh, January uh, in 2019, uh, I decided that, okay, in October 2018, I started Vue.js Meetup. And by the time around uh, January, I met and asked a few friends uh, if they would be interested in uh, coming and joining together. So that's how we got uh, this awesome group of people, uh, uh, Calvin Allen, uh, Brandon Rockwell, George Waters, Barrett, and uh, greg malcolm so they are all the awesome friends who are behind the scenes uh who joined together with me and we all started uh, this uh organization called javascript and friends and uh, it was our personal uh, motto that if we are going to raise some funds it has to go somewhere so that's the primary reason we thought okay if we are getting enough sponsors, we will try to donate that to as a bootcamp scholarships. So right now we are still not there. Uh, whatever we raised for our first year, and you know about the venues and all those stuff. Uh, somehow we 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 managed to be green in budget perspective for first year, and uh, this year being virtual, uh, we luckily had a few sponsors who supported us and. Uh, uh, everything uh, went virtual this year and we are hoping that we'll be back in 2021. So to say uh, Vue.js Columbus is the starting point for all these conference, meetups, and everything. Yeah. I, I, love, I love that. You... Go ahead, Brian. I was just wondering, how did it morph from Vue.js to like just JavaScript on a whole? Was it was it just no, like you, you were so interested in everything, you wanted to interconnect with everyone in the community that just didn't seem like to narrow it to that scope? Yeah. So in Columbus, Ohio location, we have uh, various conferences. Uh, yeah. So we have uh, uh, Trek, uh, which is uh, uh, which is a developer conference over here. And uh, we have Dogfoot Conference. And we have uh, various meetups under uh, uh, Tech Life uh, Columbus Group. So, and uh, Guy Royce uh, usually manages Columbus JavaScript meetups, and uh, that's how I interacted with him. At some point, I asked him like, "Will uh, Will Guy Royce would be interested uh, if we team together to create a conference?" And Guy Royce was really uh, interested with my concept. And uh, that's how, like, if you know that the name JavaScript and Friends was actually uh, was actually given by Guy Royce. So that's how we named the nonprofit when we were brainstorming among us, like, uh, what name we should keep. Uh, it's Guy who came with the name. 
and uh, that's how that. we told like okay we will keep it as i told like i want to keep a conference which is themed around javascript and then we evolved it like javascript and friends and we thought like we'll bring everything which is associated with javascript uh, through this uh, conference so uh, we don't want to be uh, like just a front end conference or uh, just a back end conference everywhere javascript is used we wanted to bring all the stacks into picture and that's how uh, javascript and friends uh, uh, was uh, formed it's a really super cool name, and I love the way that it it, it literally ex explains it. I think it's it's self explanatory, and it also kind of has like a, a feel of like a like an old uh, '80s cartoon with JavaScript. And I was gonna say that suit the Super Friends cartoon, and I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Jason Ogle's uh, cartoon artist needs to like illustrate all of you and like make it like superhero themed on the site. Exactly. Right. You know, I want to ask you about uh, the the conference this year. So let me look at the dates. It was in August of the 13th. You have the workshops and then the 14th you have the conference. So obviously this was virtual. How did it go this year? How, how was the attendance? Um, how did everybody receive it? What was the feedback that you got from everyone? yeah so uh, this year we had the workshop day uh, on august 13 and uh, all the workshops were virtual um and we conducted the, the workshops through zoom and we had some uh, good feedback uh, from our uh, attendees uh, about the workshops and uh, we tried to stream using uh, 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 stream labs uh, for the conference day on august 14 so it was like having everything on a cloud machine like we used uh, i ended up using six cloud machines and uh, uh, through the cloud we were just uh, streaming all the talks to the youtube platform and uh, we had uh, we tried to have people uh, do the uh, in person conversations or the hallway interactions through our slack channel and overall like uh, I was not having time during the day of the conference to follow all the chat messages because I was uh, basically busy behind the scenes handling the remote machines, handling the streaming part. Uh, and But our, we had a good set of volunteers and our friends who, who were actively moderating. And uh, we also had our community uh, friend, uh, Sara, uh, who also who was, who was speaking over there. Uh, she was delivering like two talks and uh, she stepped up for the moment and she became an awesome community champion for us at the time and uh, she started coordinating uh, between the slack channels and yeah that, that's how we tried to manage everything during the uh, day of the conference and in the end uh, all went well uh, that's what <laughs> i can say <laughs> oh really what do you mean like what what, what do you mean it all went to hell all went well uh, oh, all went well, well. Oh, right. yeah okay. <laughs> good I'm, I'm glad to hear that <laughs> everything went 2020 well. yeah yeah <laughs> 2020 because because yeah. i kind of had uh, uh the fear that august 13th and 14th is 13 going to be an unlucky number no uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah yeah we ended up somehow uh everything went well and uh, it was well received uh, we had some uh, good feedbacks from our attendees and uh, it was completely a different experience organizing a virtual uh, uh, conference uh, rather than an in-person event. 
Yeah, and the wor- uh, workshops are, look interesting too. I mean, I'll re- read some of them. Like there's a real life jam stack. Um, there's JavaScript without JavaScript. That sounds interesting. Uh, <laughs> Kubernetes stuff, which is that's always cool to play around with. Uh, build a React app. That's cool. Um, and should I build it? Should I build or should I not? Ooh, I can't talk either today, Frederick. Uh, an approach to JavaScript DevOps are the newly called web ops. Ooh, yeah, some cool stuff there. Did you have a favorite yourself that you were really uh, into personally? Uh, so I, as I told you, oh, not I to was call company. favorites. I feel bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I can't. I, I can't just figure out just just one as favorite. Yeah. yeah. So, I will I will say that all attendees who attended the workshops or who attended the event conference, uh, they they like almost uh, uh, the the all the workshops and uh, they found uh, themselves uh, getting some new insights from the conference talks. So that way I can say like I don't have I don't want to number out a single favorite, but <laughs> I, I think in the end uh, it's all. Uh, uh, the teams uh, team effort of all the speakers uh, who who gave us uh, their uh, time. And, I'm sorry, uh, Baskar, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm I'm trying I'm having a hard time reading this text where you're telling me that you have a favorite and the favorite is I can't read this name. <laughs> oh, Frederick! No, just kidding, just yeah. kidding. Thirty-six speakers too. Is that is that in the number around that? That's pretty impressive. It's a lot of lot of talk. A lot of people. Hey, <laughs> let me uh, let me throw in this uh, quick question that we have from the audience. Uh, Brian, do you want to take it? Yeah, uh, Todd Libby wants to know: Is the group made up of people in the Columbus area, or is it anywhere? So right now, uh, it's uh, the primary group or primary core team is currently based out of Columbus, uh, but. Uh, I'm always open for uh, people if they wanted to uh, get in, uh, if they want to volunteer or if they want to be as our advisors, be as our ambassadors. Uh, we are always welcome to have uh, people joining us. Excellent. Why don't we, why don't we talk about the uh, the topics? I wanted to touch on this because Brian went over the workshops a little bit. And I want to know about the the topics because you said it's JavaScript and friends, which is kind mm-hmm. of the meaning. It touches on a lot of other things that JavaScript is is involved in. So, what are some of these topics like? Do you, do you go into any kind of um, design thinking related thing as well that obviously could relate to JavaScript or or whatnot? Do you mind kind of um, uh, going into some of these things? Yeah. So. Uh, in in my side, design thinking. Uh, I would I would say like uh, if there was a talk submitted on design thinking, I I will definitely include it uh, into the speaker lineup. Uh, but uh, since uh, the time we started the CFP, it was uh, it was like uh, thinking that we will still be doing an in person event. Um, so we received uh, ample mm-hmm. number of talks. Uh, but uh, by the time we entered around June and July, we decided that we don't want to take that risk of having an in-person event. So, so luckily, we had uh, various topics uh, submitted uh, by our speakers, and uh, we tried uh, to map them accordingly in such a way that uh, the topics might be 
found interesting for the attendees it's not that uh, we don't want to have any design thinking or stuff like that but yeah so it all depends on the cfp and uh, uh, i have and i am not involved in the cfp process i am complete i always try to keep myself out of the selection uh, committee or selection process because uh, because i don't want to put my bias over there so mm. it's 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 yeah. all our uh, content team which basically handles uh, selecting the topics or coming up with a theme or uh, coming up with the tracks so i i luckily have, have a good set of uh, friends uh, who helped uh, this year uh, george waters uh, he helped us uh, with uh, he is our uh, he and uh, barrett blake uh, they both are our prime uh, uh, content team i can say heads uh, so they so last year it was it was george walters who primarily had uh, managed the content team uh, this year we have uh, barrett blake uh, who managed the uh, content team so it's all with the content team uh, who basically come up with the topics and uh, ideas who would you say if you had to talk to somebody for the first time about javascript and friends who would you and, and you, you're telling them about the conference what it's about who would you say uh, is the audience who should attend who who are you hmm. looking to to target who 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 should really know about this and who's who's going to get the most value from it yeah so as i told we wanted to raise funds in and help people who want to go and attend boot camp through scholarships so mm. we don't want to just target boot camp or code newbies we also wanted to have uh, all all people involved so the vision might uh, seem that we only support uh, code newbies but my target is like we want all the developer community to be involved in this uh, we we are always uh, trying to keep uh, talks from level 101 to level 300 so that way we we try to cover all beginner intermediate and advanced uh, expertise uh, developers let me uh, why don't we jump a little bit out of this and we'll we'll come back in a minute but i, I want to talk about your 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 day to day job you are a uh, ambassador for off zero what what exactly obviously we'll we'll touch on what off zero is in your answer a little bit with, with some brevity but what what it actually is an ambassador and and what, what do you actually do day to day uh, in that role so um off zero ambassador uh, is more of my uh, off the work uh, kind of role so after say, okay. yeah after my regular work is completed uh, i work as a consultant so during my work hours i am just an azure solutions architect or a dotnet developer uh, whichever role i am working with my client but once my work is completed that's where uh, i bring in my speaker side of things so through azure ambassador program uh, we are able to connect with our various group of uh, speakers and uh, it it has been a, a very good supportive group for us till now and uh, we were able to like interact with each other kind of come up with our uh, 
talk ideas and the primary thing is whether it's Auth0 ambassadors or cloud native media developer experts both programs uh, we basically try to come up with talks uh, which are not primarily Auth0 centric or which are not primarily cloud native centric because nowadays uh, uh, we don't want to be like an agents for these companies uh, we just want to be uh, helping the developer community by sharing our uh, uh, sharing things which we learn so it, it's all about learning and sharing so i can say that all zero ambassador program uh, it's primarily like we connect with each other we try to learn new concepts and we try mm -hmm. to share the same with the developer community so that's oh. how I can say with the Odyssey Ambassadors program. Well, let me then talk to you about more of what you then you, you actually do on a day to day. Tell tell me about what your full time day job and what that's like and what you're doing. Yeah, so from a full time day job, uh, day job, I primarily work as uh, a .NET consultant, uh, and I'm a consultant at uh, Selexires, which is based out of uh, Plain City, Ohio, over here, mm. and. Uh, after my regular day job, that's where I come up with my speaker side of things. So as part of my day job, I'm primarily uh, doing like handling tickets, resolving uh, uh, new uh, defects or implementing features. You know the life of a developer, right? So <laughs> it, it, yeah. it's, all, it's all between uh, we are part of an agile team and we try to uh, be as flexible as we can. And uh, this team has been a wonderful team uh, till now uh, for me. Yeah. Are you? Do you do uh, backend or frontend work with .NET? What do you? Uh... Yeah, I, I primarily try to manage uh, the backend activities with .NET, and uh, I also uh, support some applications which are built over uh, Angular and Angular JS. Like we have a different. Hmm. Uh, set of applications that are some applications which are on angular some applications which are using angular js so work wise i am kindly like angular.net and azure uh, but when you come off work i'm like vue.js <laughs> <laughs> so which do you like which do you like more yeah. or do you like them both in different ways Ooh, so I, I primarily think that for us to be relevant it is just that we have to know things. So I don't uh, <laughs> tell that I am I am an expert in Vue.js or I don't tell that I am an expert in AngularJS. It is just yeah. that at a given point of time, if you are asking me to work in Angular, I will work. If you ask me to work in Vue.js, I will try to deliver. So that's how I try to keep myself, try to learn wherever which is possible. Yeah. I completely get that. Uh, one one thing that you kind of mentioned offhand too, I believe, uh, I believe you touched on it, Cloudinary Media Developer Expert. I'm not too familiar with Cloudinary. What what exactly is that for our listeners? Yeah. So Cloudinary uh, Media Developer Expert program is almost similar to Auth0 Ambassadors program. So okay. uh, they also like uh, go and speak at meetups. Uh, try to uh, use or it's it's both both programs to me uh, they are one and the same uh, so we try to uh, interact with our speaker group uh, we try to support each other uh, if there are any talks which we want to get reviewed uh, these uh, 
the groups will try to review uh, the talks. And uh, if there is someone who is looking for speaker, because uh, someone uh, might be an organizer like me or someone might be a speaker like me. So if they are looking for events, we try to interact and try to schedule some speakers for our events. So that way, both these programs help me in reaching out to speakers and uh, and it's also uh, helpful in uh, having me reach out to diverse set of speakers. So, so I would say like these programs are really helpful for me where whenever I am in the organizer side of thing, and it is also helpful for me at the speaker side of thing uh, when I'm when I'm in travel or if I need some support uh, with any. Uh, if I want to purchase uh, any any studio gears or something uh, to do my remote activities, I think these programs will support that all that as well. But till now, uh, I have not gone uh, to that side of uh, area. So I, I am just I just use this group to be connected with friends, uh, take their uh, advice, and we try to learn and share with each other. What one thing I'm curious about and. Um... Al Zero Ambassador, Cloudinary. I mean, you're, I believe Azure as well. Um, I could be wrong about that. Uh, but how do you actually work through to um, connect with de uh, developers? And do the do the teams work with the with the ad the uh, ambassadors and experts to like connect you with talks? I'm I'm just curious how that looks because I'm on this side, you're on that side. Like, what was that experience like? <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Uh, so both these programs, uh, they are kind of, they are currently like, uh, if you want to become an ambassador or if you want to become a cloud and media developer expert, uh, then you can always, uh, go and apply, uh, on the, on the website of Auth0 mm -hmm. ambassadors or cloud and media developer experts. Uh, so the, they have their own set of rules, uh, or the eligibility criteria on who can be an ambassador or who can be a media developer expert. So once once you go through that process, you will be taken in, and uh, so we we don't get inputs from from the team. Like the team will not direct us that go and do this talk in this particular meetup. Uh, it's the other way. We will go to them asking like, I'm planning to do a talk here. Uh, feel free to let me know if you have any feedback. So that's how we try to uh, take help from uh, each speakers. I gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. cause that way you could get, you get that inspiration and right. it kind of, um, sometimes that inspiration, uh, strikes, I guess the same way inspiration doesn't strike twice the way lightning does, um, <laughs> never strikes twice. Wouldn't you agree, oh. Brian, about the way lightning strikes twice? You know, that was an incredible segue. I asked him for a segue to lightning around and he gave it to me. So guess what time it is? It's <laughs> Lightning round, <laughs> Lightning round. That's right. Uh, where we ask uh, you a series of questions uh, rapidly uh, and back and forth. Frederick and I. It's going to be like super fast paced. Um, I will go first. Um, what's a hobby that you have? Unrelated tech. So unrelated to tech, uh, my primary hobby is like I'm an avid uh, book reader. So whenever I try to find some books. I try to read uh, uh, books which are not related to technology, uh, which are outside of technology. So uh, I could say that 
if i'm not doing anything tech related uh, you can find me i'm holding a book and reading a, a, a book in my office what would you say is uh, one of your favorite things honestly one of your favorite things about yourself so the one of the favorite things about myself i could yeah. say like that is uh, i can i have an interest to learn and uh, i have this mindset that we are not complete expert so i always try to learn and i always try to understand anything which is new so if you ask me tomorrow to go and work on something which is entirely new to me i will try to go in there try to learn it and uh, do that uh, work so that way i can say like learning is one of my favorite uh, thing what chore do you absolutely hate doing i absolutely <laughs> hate uh, doing right so i might be uh, hating to do things uh, which uh, try to so if you are asking me to if you try to pressurize me so that's the thing i will uh, hate uh, more so because i try to believe that if you give uh, an open uh, environment to everyone be flexible with everyone so that's how we will get uh, a more productivity or more uh, output even the thing which you can't expect uh, or even the thing which you did not even imagine so if you are uh, if you if you try to uh, pressurize things on people it will not work and that's one of the thing which i would hate Frederick. Hey, thanks, Kelly. Just putting you up there. Love you too, brother. <laughs> hey, uh, Baskar, if you couldn't use a computer for the rest of your life, what would you be doing professionally? So as I told you, if I'm not going to use my uh, computer for the rest of my life, I might uh, take a book, learn something new, and maybe going and uh, uh, teach a class. Uh, in my nearest library or somewhere so that's that's the thing which i'll be uh, spending my time if there is no computer involved so you're you're in the circus you, would you rather be the person with their head inside the lion's mouth or shot out of the cannon so i try to take risks sometime so i better try to go inside lion's mouth and come out. Oh, finally, oh. someone. Yes. You're the first one that actually said that. Yeah. yeah. Usually everybody's the other way around, like hardcore. They're like, nope, not doing that. Right. <laughs> nice. Because we don't know, like, there are some risks if we can take. Uh, we don't know that it might work uh, uh, in, a, in a good way sometimes. See, so like, no one is, that's yeah. totally fair. I agree no, with no you. I'm, 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 I'm on the same side. No one know what no one knows is that there's like a little something inside the lion's mouth that you need to pull out and you'll help the lion. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Frederick. Right. NASCAR. You come home, it's late at night, it is pouring, it's like one in the morning. You're like, I just want to get in the house. You get in the house, you open the door, you see a ghost. What do you do? Like everyone. What do you do? I try to freak out. Ah. <laughs> yeah so so um would you rather be able to copy and paste in real life or undo in real life 
So I think I would be fine doing control C, control V rather than (laughs) I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) What podcast are you listening to currently that you're getting a lot of educational value from not, not, I'm not interested in the ones that you listen to for fun, but what are you listening to that you're getting a lot of uh, educational value? Maybe I could frame it in our industry, if you will. Uh, right. So I, I follow uh, real talk JS podcast and uh, I also follow mm-hmm. uh, not tech related podcast as well. Uh, so if you want to have, some leadership related uh, uh, podcast i someone introduced me to uh, john maxwell podcast so i try to basically use the free version of the podcast and uh, try to uh, get insights from them nice a quick question another additional follow up question mm. would you say that since brian fell out of a tree it explains a lot of things as we have here in this chart Wow, <laughs> I did not notice this chart. What, what else is there? Alton Brown. Yeah, they're all true. Yep. Alton anyway, Brown like, fan. What's the book one? I can't read that. Obsessed. It says obsessed oh my with romance novel. We never <laughs> let that go. Uh, I swear, if if I passed away and Frederick had control of what would be on my tombstone, that would be on it. <laughs> that would not be on it. <laughs> Brian loves romance. Old inside joke. Anyway, uh, I think it's your turn, Brian. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what what fact amazes you every time you think about it? So I get amazed by uh, the friendly developer community, which is uh, trying to help and support each other. So over uh, this period, because for my past eight years, uh, right now I have like around 12 plus years of experience working in tech. But previous eight years, I was never a person in developer community. I didn't have a Twitter account. I didn't have uh, anything, right? So it's how, it's when I became a consultant, I started like I, I met some people over here and they they introduced me to the speaking circuit. And uh, that's how I started an interest with uh, technical speaking. So I would, I'm kind of amazed with the kind of support which each other uh, we get uh, from developer community friends. Because it's not that they are only supporting you when you are doing good. Uh, they also try to support you even when you are not doing good. So someday someone will ping you and ask like, okay, I didn't see you on Twitter or I didn't see you somewhere. What are you doing? Are you fine? Are you doing well? So that's the thing I get amazed uh, right now uh, with the current situation. Baskar, what do you do to relax, to let things go? What is your, if you have a, a place you go to, a thing you watch, uh, and favorite ice cream, I don't know what is it, but what is the <laughs> thing you do to help you unwind and completely relax? Yes. So to unwind, uh, it's like every Saturday or every Sunday, I am away from my computer, or I am away from my I am away from my phone uh, for vast uh, majority of time. So during that time, I try to either watch. I'm I try to watch many movies. 
I am I sometimes watch series binge watching all these Netflix series or uh, Amazon Prime videos so I try to keep myself uh, not related to tech so one day or saturday is like completely out of tech you might see me retweeting some things in the middle but major majorly i try to keep myself away from my laptop on saturday nice hey shiva hey hey shiva uh, so um if mars was livable with this question imagine that everyone that you care about can come with you would you accept a one-way ticket to Mars? <laughs> it, it depends on how many people can come with me, right? So if you say <laughs> just it's going to be two people, uh, no, because I might, uh, I might be having a, a vast set of network of friends. I might believe, I, I, might, I also want you guys to come with me. So it depends on the number of tickets you give me. I'm going. <laughs> it's, it's, every, it's everyone that you want to come with. Yeah, you I know Elon, me. he's my buddy. Yeah, you take me free. I'm going to come with you. <laughs> so you mentioned Netflix. What are you actually watching? What's uh, give me give me like three shows that you're uh, that you're into? So uh, I don't watch <laughs> anything like which is currently running. So I try to take uh, things doesn't which matter are, which are old ones. So I'm kind of interested into like the series which are. Uh, detective kind of things or the, any series which are investigative type of things so for example i watched uh, something like madam secretary like i i binge watched all the episodes right so right now it's all the politics season so i thought okay let me watch this what is happening there <laughs> what what is an irrational fear that you have Ooh, good one. An irrational fear. <laughs> so right now, the only fear we have is like since we are staying over here and we have uh, all our friend, all our friends and family back in India. So mm -hmm. while we are here, uh, I just always try to think that everyone over there is uh, safe. They are good and healthy. So that's one constant fear which keeps somewhere it comes and things and goals yeah yeah that makes sense right uh let me let me ask you what is a technology if if we have you know obviously a lot of people that are first second third career devs that uh you know they're they're there there's people that are new to the industry every single day that they go they're like okay what's this about and there's people that come from something else you know i was an electrician I was a this, I was a that, and they, they're jumping into this. What would you say are maybe two or three technologies that they should invest their time in uh, that are maybe the most um, helpful getting their career off the ground? Yeah. So right now, um, if I say correctly, uh, currently we are in a situation where we have vast or more online resources which are available if you yeah. if you go like six years or ten years back you didn't have these set of online resources so i would not say that you have to pick only this technology or that technology but i would say like uh, 
uh, uh, even though I run JavaScript and friends, uh, I, I I might be biased. I would tell like, okay, go and pick a JavaScript, go and first learn JavaScript and then try to learn frameworks. So I I would not uh, want to give that suggestion. Uh, maybe I will try to give a suggestion to everyone that if you are starting new, uh, try to always go into the support side of things because support uh, is a kind of area where uh, you try to understand an entire industry or an entire business logic. So if you are getting a support role as your first one, always go ahead, go ahead and take that role. Uh, so support is kind of like it evolved today as SRE. Someone will tell like site reliability engineer uh, in big companies. But uh, if you go into normal uh, normal companies, they'll be st still having them as support roles or support person. So if you are getting something, if you're going into a support role, then obviously go ahead and take it and uh, spend some time while you are in support uh you will try to learn the entire full stack so when you are in support uh you might be dealing with a database you might be dealing with your front-end applications you might be dealing with your middle and uh middleware so that that is the role which will try to give you a full landscape of what is available in uh, tech side so if you are starting in support role don't uh, hesitate to start there so because uh, there are many support-based roles which are available and currently I think uh, we are not looking them as a potential starting uh, point. So feel free to go ahead and uh, take those support roles and from there uh, try to see what stack the company is using. Like let's say you have to have your basic uh, knowledge. So if you are having SQL, learn either no sql database or a primary relational database and once you have that you can always go ahead and learn one programming language if you want to learn c sharp or if you want to learn java or if you want to go with go programming i would say like take one programming language and then take one framework of front end i don't want you to be a master in everything at the start you can you can take one which you are able to uh, learn easily uh, so start with something which is i i tweeted uh, some days back that there is nothing easy right uh, everybody has their own uh, set of uh, understanding so if you feel that you are able to understand a particular technology whether it can be angular whether it can be react or vue.js if you are able to understand a particular framework start with that and don't go with the hype and uh, see what uh, going with the hype will never uh, uh, make us uh, learn things so take one yeah what, take what one, I, learn that and go ahead with that what i want to know this is an important question is why did the functions stop calling each other <laughs> because they had constant arguments right oh. <laughs> I was That's kind actually of thinking, pretty good. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, why? Okay, are you going to ask, ask a technical question now? I think with that being said, <laughs> Baskotter, Bas we're, we're getting to the end here, and we got uh, two final questions. Uh, Les Brian, did you have something else after that? Nope, that's it. 
Okay, we have two final questions. So the, the, the first question being, how uh, how can people find out more about you? Where do you want them to go? Twitter handle and all that? Yeah, I'm I'm like openly available on Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. If you're all you're always welcome to reach out to me over there. Uh, that's uh, the primary spot. Uh, and uh, I might someday tweet tech related stuff. I might someday tweet non tech related stuff. So if you're coming <laughs> on Twitter, I'm you are going to get me as a whole package, and uh, you can, all, <laughs> as you we can should. obviously reach out to me. Love it. And the, and the last question uh, that we like to ask is, do you have any final parting words that would uh, behoove our audience? So final parting words, I would like to say, like, everyone try to help each other. And uh, that is what is needed uh, during this time. Uh, if you are in a particular position or situation where you can use that to help others, try to go ahead and help others. Well said. Yeah, thank Excellent. you. Brian? Uh, just thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I mean, time is, you know, as I say, the most valuable thing that we have. Uh, and, you know, you sharing it with us tonight is much appreciated. Right. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I'll thank you for having definitely me. Definitely echo well. that. Yeah, thank you so much, Baskar. It's been been a pleasure. And, and, and again, you know, it was, it was great talking to you on our, our previous episode that we have had with uh, everybody about the conferences, yeah. but th this, right. this was great that we actually got, got a full episode with you and got to know you a little bit better and, and, and talk about things. I'm really happy about it. So yeah, yep. as Brian said too, for your time, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you for having me and listening to what I'm telling uh, right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I guess that's it. So, oh, wait a yeah. minute. Hold on. We got two comments here. Let's see if it's anything. Uh, oh, we've got from Todd Libby. Uh, Thanks, Todd. Great show, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. And Thanks, we Todd. have some, some happy faces from Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Patrick. Really appreciate everybody watching. Thank you so much. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Take care, Thank all. You. See you next time. Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us review, kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. Oh man, I am rude. I am, I am rude. <laughs> oh, I guess no one's watching. That's shocking. <laughs> exactly. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I love Frederick.
I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the fuck am I talking about? 